In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love In the campaign, we messaged for dirty money, and, and we knew that that was something that specifically resonated in Alaska, and we could say, yeah, it, it just goes in with voting reform. And so, if people accepted that enough, then we could get the whole thing passed. So, if I had a measure to, about a measure to, did actually have outside money, though we, we disclosed where I came from. What would be an issue is if um, the mega people and Kelly Chewbacca started as a major part of their campaign. So, I think that it would be that. Outside money and dark money would be bad for Lisa if the other campaigns start highlighting it. Most people, you know, aren't into politics as probably as much as we are, and so they don't look for this stuff. Here in Alaska, what you can't see sometimes can hurt you. The same is true for our elections. Alaska allows millions in out-of-state dark money to influence who gets elected, and we've all seen the results out of Juneau. Measure 2 fixes the problem, requiring disclosure of special interest campaign spending, because Alaskans have a fundamental right to know. Let's take back power from dark money special interests and give it to regular Alaskans. Vote yes on Measure 2. In the campaign, we messaged for dirty money. And, and we knew that that was something that specifically resonated in Alaska, and we could say, yeah, it, it just goes in with voting reform. And so, if people accepted that enough, then we could get the whole thing passed. So, if I, most people, you know, aren't into politics as probably as much as we are, and so they don't look for this stuff, where it would be an issue is if um, the mega people and Kelly Chewbacca started as a major part of their campaign. They actually did this about measure two, did actually have outside money, though we, we disclosed where I came from. So I think that it would be, that outside money and dark money would be bad for Lisa if the other campaigns start highlighting it. If they don't, I don't think people have enough time to go and look through all the other things or have the interest. It's there, they just, we just need to keep them away from it, right? <laughs> This is not me as a campaign employee telling you to donate anywhere. This is just me providing information. Um, there's a Lisa Pact, um, which is um, kind of an outside funding source that promotes what who they believe should be the next senator, fully separate from the campaign. Um, there are a lot less restrictions to donating to them, but they are not associated with the campaign. However, they are supporting Senator Murkowski. Oh, what is the name of it? Um, 
it's called like they just call it Lisa, I think. Alaska's for Lisa, but but they appear not to be connected with her at all. So yeah, so they are not associated with the campaign, quote unquote. Yes, but Lisa knows. Yes. This is a good way of um, the whole. We all at the campaign. We all know about them, and we see what they do. We just do not. We don't engage. So that's an indirect way of pumping more money into the campaign without having restrictions. It doesn't go to the campaign, but it's to work on issues that are related to the campaigns. But it, they're working on behalf of Lisa, pretty much. But like not officially. And there's no money restriction on that? No cap, right? There's no cap. I don't believe so. But that's good that you're kind of like indirectly promoting it, right? I mean, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, you asked a question, so I'm going to answer it. That's right. Like, say, I don't know, because it's not the truth. Right, exactly. (laughs) And I appreciate you being honest with me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is always not, you know what's, If you are somebody who is, who has a moral compass that is so terribly wrong that you will cheat to begin with, then of course you're going to be arrogant about it. Arrogance, cheaters, pride, all of that goes hand in hand. You can't be one and not be the other. If you're a cheater, then you're arrogant. If you're arrogant, then you're probably a cheater and you're going to run your mouth and talk about the terrible things that you do. Enter Project Veritas. And the great thing about Project Veritas is all it is is old school reporting. It's just old school journalism. There's nothing spectacular outside of the courage that it takes to do it. And isn't it weird that in today's day and age, that actual journalism and that kind of, uh, 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 of tenacity and courage that it takes to go undercover and do all this stuff is like looked at as like the shining, you know, the shining beacon on the hill. When really it's just something that we've always done in this country up until what? About 15 years ago? And then when actually when Obama was president, if you guys remember this, when Obama was president, he actually signed an executive order that allowed propaganda to be like the main source of language coming from mainstream media. They didn't know they, they no longer had to cite sources. They no longer had to all they had to say is he said, she said, and put out propaganda. Obama is responsible for that. So not only are they trying to do this new way of voting everywhere where they call ranked choice voting. But the dark money that is flowing into these states from all over the country, like into Wyoming with Liz Cheney, and they don't have to have any, no account for it or where it comes from, folks, they will always try to steal elections as long as there is a, an election to be had. They're never going to stop. They're never going to stop. The only reason why we lost control of our elections over the last 20 years, two decades, is because... We, the people, started going, eh, we're just not going to be engaged anymore. And as soon as we stopped being engaged, the cheating commenced and got bigger and bigger and bigger. And like a cancer, it festered, ladies and gentlemen. So all we have to do in order to save our country is stay engaged. Now, I know that nobody wants to fight 24-7, but in this day and age, you kind of have to. You kind of have to because what does the Bible say? Satan is waiting around every corner like a lion waiting to devour. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. God bless you and thank you for being here. Thank you for your patience today. As we were a little bit late trying to get things uh, working, it was not on our, on our end. But nevertheless, we all work together to bring the news. Me, the platforms we're on, our sponsors, all of you guys. So we're not going to point fingers. We're just going to say thank you for being here. God bless you for being patient. For those who are watching on Getter, you can come back to Rumble. Rumble works fine. Just come back, refresh the video. You're there. And uh, I welcome any and all Rumble Rant donations today um, as we end out this week. What a week we've had, huh? 
What a week we've had. I tried to battle every sickness that was in my body. I'm cleansing at the same time, trying to get, get rid of all my toxins in my body. President Trump gets raided. The world is in, is in an uproar. The shot heard around the world. Folks, it's been a tremendous week here on Live from America and in this country. But guess what? Guess what? We made it through another week. We made it through another week without the United States completely blowing up from within. And that is a good thing and that we need to thank God for. Let's go to God right now and go to the verse of the day today, which I titled, He took your pain, he took your suffering, and he took your shame. He took your pain, he took your suffering, and he took your shame. Hello and happy Friday. That week flew by. This was a great week in politics and in our country, if you ask me. We have officially ripped off the Band-Aid, folks. Now we will experience some pain, some irritation, and some discomfort as our wound is exposed to the fresh air for the first time in a while. But the healing process will begin soon. It has to hurt if it's to heal, and we have gone through enough hurt. It's time to work through the pain, start the healing, regain our strength, and become even better than we were before we were injured. The best is yet to come. And ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that you guys check out JeremyHarrell.com and sign up for the morning newsletter. Verses of the day come from Hebrews 2, 14, and 15. It's in the back of the Bible for those who don't know. Hebrews 2, 14, and 15. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. So Jesus is saying here, folks, If you fear death, then you are living in lifelong slavery. If you focus on your pain, suffering, anguish, anxiety, and and, and just atrocities that happen to you and around the world, then you are living in slavery, lifelong slavery. So let's break this down. God became flesh so that he could show us how to live, how to treat others, how to listen to the true word of God, teach our youth how to be more moral and so and he did that so he could experience everything that we do here on earth the good the bad and the ugly of being a human here on earth he came to show you how to deal with pain shame and suffering there is nothing that you are going to go through that he himself did not experience Death, destruction, shame, pain, sadness, loneliness, anxiety, depression, torture, and more. Do any of you feel like those words describe anything that you've been going through? Let me read those words again and listen very closely. Death, destruction, shame, pain, sadness, Loneliness, anxiety, depression. He did that so you don't have to. I know it's easier said than done, but it's real, you guys. It's as real as prayer. He didn't just partake. He did not just come to partake, but he came to take away. Take away your physical and emotional ailments. Your body groans when it experiences these things. Do you know what groaning really is, folks? Groaning is your Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit trying to intercede and get you to go to God in prayer through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Groaning is what we do when we don't have God in our lives. That is, the most, that is most people on, plan, on this planet. Most people do not have God in their lives. Even if they say they're godly people, most people do not have God in their lives. So instead of groaning, Understand that Jesus already took your anguish. He took it from you and he put it upon himself on that cross 
Turn that groan into prayer and watch all the terrible things in your life depart from you like a demon fleeing at the command of the one and only Jesus Christ. There is nothing that you have ever experienced that he himself hasn't. So believe in that and watch your world change. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Folks, that's powerful stuff right there. That is massively powerful stuff right there. To know that when you're groaning, that's literally just your Holy Spirit trying to intercede and say, no, 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 don't do that. Go to God where there is no groaning. Let me handle that for you, said the Holy Spirit. Jesus is never going to ask you to do something that he himself didn't do when he was here. He's never going to do that. Just like I would never ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. I'd never ask you to run for some office if I'm not going to run myself. I'd never ask you to, you know, drink organic greens and fruits if I'm not going to do it myself. That would be playing the hypocrite, and we're not about that. Amen? All right, let's go to God. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's say the Lord's Prayer from your lips to his ears. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And always remember that, you guys. Always. Never, ever, ever, ever think, well, well, Jesus doesn't understand what I'm going through. God, might, God just doesn't understand me. Maybe that's why I don't hear his blessings. I don't see his blessings. Don't ever think like that. That's the devil trying to uh, put some terrible thoughts in your head. And big shout out again to our cold open video from, uh, from Project Veritas. Exposing election fraud proactively rather than reactively as we get our stuff together and reclaim this country. Folks. People are saying the Rumble video won't load. Had to come through LFA producer on Facebook. Folks, if you uh, if for some reason the Rumble page does not load for you today, please just go through the Telegram or the Instagram invite or the LFA producer's Facebook page, and you should be able to uh, to be able to link over to Rumble if you'd rather watch there. If not, if it doesn't work, just remember, folks, it's okay. There's just some, um, some technical difficulties going on out there in the world, and I would not put it past. I would not put it past the NSA, the CIA, and these bad actors out there hiring hackers to destroy the platforms that we built so that we could build a foundation, a war, uh, a, 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 a war headquarters to come after them. Thank you, Patsy Boatwright, for the $5 on Rumble. Because we may have been hacked, folks, and not me, but uh, Rumble itself. Rumble is constantly fighting off attacks. I've had these conversations with them. So just be patient, all right? And people are saying it's working now on Rumble, so please come back. All right, let's have our first slurp. Please lift up your cups as we get to the first and foremost. Here we go. We got a lot going on today, and we got Carrie Lake coming on today as well. So we want to make sure that uh, we're, on, we're firing on all cylinders because I know she's going to come in hot, uh, as always. All right. So, folks, here we go. First and foremost, are you ready for this? Listen closely. While President Trump has been busy hijacking the limo that they call the beast, while he was busy choking the life out of the Secret Service agents that are, you know, appointed to protect him, while he was plotting to overthrow the U.S. government, while he was throwing plates of expensive food up against the wall and shattering the great, beautiful China, China, the plates, the glass, the, the, the foodware in the White House, and while he was colluding with Russia, and while he was enslaving the U.S. military to do his ultimate bidding and separating babies from their mothers at the southern border, he was also apparently, secretly, copying U.S. nuclear documents to hide in his safe in Florida. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the narrative of the mainstream media, specifically the Washington Post, 
owned by none other than Amazon Jeff Bezos. That is the narrative of the crazy left-wing Marxist party of this country, and that is the narrative of the illegitimate Biden regime, the illegitimate Department of Justice head Merrick Gardenome Garland, and the illegitimate director of the FBI, Christopher Wray. While While President Trump was busy doing all of that, trying to turn the United States into a, uh, a tyrannical government. He was also hiding nuclear codes and nuclear documents in his safe. Does that sound real to you? Does that sound like something that's actually true to you? Or does that sound like the Washington Post and these left-wing losers trying to put out anything they can That could be the worst possible scenario to cover up their crimes and to cover up their tracks. Which one sounds more likely to you? Again, just as we were to believe that President Trump, the president of the United States, who has sole and plenary power to declassify any document in the world that he so chooses without congressional or Pentagon approval, we were supposed to believe that he, instead of doing, you know, that simple thing that he had the power to do, that he said, I'm not going to do that, and I'm going to take these classified documents down to Florida and leave them in a safe. Are we to believe that too? Are we to believe that the FBI and the DOJ and all of their illegitimacy and all of their illiteracy is that much smarter than President Trump? And that's so, and so far ahead of President Donald Trump that he is just some stupid individual like George Bush and Joe Biden wandering around the White House pretending he's a boss. Which one do you believe is more likely? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the narrative of the left. That is the story coming from the Washington Post. That is uh, showing how incredibly, how incredibly desperate they are. Uh, The Washington Post last night published a what they call a leak from a so-called government official who claimed the FBI searched President Donald J. Trump's Florida residence for classified records related to nuclear weapons. Now, the left doesn't understand what I just said. They see me and they, they hear me say classified documents related to nuclear weapons, and they're saying that he had the nuclear codes. Now, first of all, let's break down how incredibly stupid that statement is to say President Trump has the nuclear codes. Uh, they change constantly, number one. Number two, you need three different key, from what I understand, you need three different approval um, stations to launch any nuclear codes. And number, you know, it, as if to say that President Trump took this like code to this safe, to this locker, and took it down there, and there's nothing that the United States government could do. Oh no, he's sitting down there just with the nuclear codes. Oh, he's taunting us with the nuclear codes. (gasps) Now, you and I know how incredibly stupid that is. But the left literally thinks that President Trump had nuclear codes in his safe in in, uh, Florida. Now, the Washington Post actually said documents and classified records related to nuclear codes. So, the FBI was so urgent that the U.S. government waited for more than a year and a half after Trump left office to search the records related to the nuclear codes? I mean, come on, everybody. If Trump has documents or nuclear codes or whatever it is that they're saying he has, why in the H-E double hockey sticks would they take a year and a half to go get them? Does that story sound like it's true to you? Folks, this is merely an excuse for the FBI's abuse of power, the DOJ's abuse of power, and the United States Attorney General Merrick Gardenome Garland, the once wannabe Supreme Court Justice, basically admitted that the feds have absolutely nothing. Zip, zero, zilch, nada on President Donald J. Trump. He could not identify anything, not one Thing that the president did that was illegal. He just said, as you know, I can't talk about this at this time. He personally approved it, folks. He said it. I personally approved the decision. Now, Donald J. Trump put out a truth on this last night, and he said, Nuclear weapons issue is a hoax. Just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. The Mueller investigation was a hoax and much, much more. Same sleazy people involved. 
Why wouldn't the FBI allow the inspection of the areas at Mar-a-Lago without a lawyer or others present? Made them wait outside in the heat, wouldn't let them even get even close, uh, said absolutely not. Planting information, anyone? Reminds me of Christopher Steele dossier, and that was a truth that President Trump put out last night. But then he put out another truth, not only encouraging them to release and unseal any information that was in that warrant, but almost daring them, ladies and gentlemen. I would say, if I know President Trump, that President Trump isn't encouraging the DOJ, the FBI, and the crooked judge down there in Florida to unseal the documents, but daring them. So if President Trump is out there doing that, uh, if President Trump is out there doing that, ladies and gentlemen, well then... Do you really think that this whole story about nuclear codes and documents in his safe is true a year and a half after he left? Come on. President Trump knows he's got them right where he wants them. President Trump knows he's got them dead to rights. And before we bring on our guest, Carrie Lake, I do want to show you a couple, scre- a couple uh, images here. And uh, I want to go through these with you real quick. These are all of the accusations and all of the, 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 the lame hoax attacks that they have had, that they've thrown at Donald Trump since the beginning. Um, we'll imprison my minorities. We'll start World War III. We'll crash the economy. Um, said that countries are crap holes. Uh, he's a Putin puppet. He put kids in cages. He said drink bleach. <laughs> he, uh, you know, had a relationship with Stormy Daniels. He was with hookers over in Russia. He had a P tape January 6th, and now nuclear codes in his safe. Do you actually believe that, folks? Here's what I say. I say it's time to do this right here. Look at this side by side. It's time to go nuclear MAGA. All right? They wanted, they didn't like MAGA. They didn't like ultra MAGA. They damn sure didn't like dark MAGA. So why don't we go nuclear MAGA on them right now? I already told you, folks, we ripped the Band-Aid off and we are ready. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I would like to bring in our very, very Special guest of the day. You guys know her as probably one of the greatest fighters in America right now. The living legend herself. Gubernatorial candidate for Arizona, Carrie Lake. Carrie, how are you today? I'm doing great. Sounds like you've got a fiery show today. I got a fiery show. I'm hopped up on coffee and vegetables and fruit drinks, so uh, I'm ready to All go. Right, well, then I'm going to have some coffee right now. There How's you go. That? You got to fuel up as well. Uh, Carrie. The talk of the town right now. Obviously, we're going to get into what's going on in Arizona in your race. But do you see this as nuclear MAGA time? Do you think that this was a complete screw up by our uh, once sacred agencies, our alphabet agencies? And uh, how do you see this benefiting MAGA, you, President Trump and this country? Moving forward, you know, every time they try to bring President Trump down, it only makes him stronger. Um, what it has done is it's revealed to us, many of us have known this, that we've got serious corruption in our government, but not everybody realizes it. And I think it was an eye opener for a lot of people as to just how deep the corruption goes in the federal government that we, the people created to now watch it turn on us. And if they can do this to President Trump, they can do to any one of us. They're weaponizing, again, the IRS, hiring 90, rough 87,000 new IRS agents and they're going to be armed. I mean, what what's the purpose of that? Yeah, they're, that means they can come after each and every one of us. Here we are struggling with inflation. We can't afford, you know, clothes for our kids back to school. We can't afford uh, food to put on the table and and gas for the car. And their answer is, let's raise taxes, weaponize the IRS, and go after the people. Yeah, it's you- outrageous. And we will we will fight back as a state when I'm governor. We're not going to let these bureaucrats in these different various agencies who've not been elected by we the people control us well speaking of that that was actually one of the questions that i was very very uh excited to ask you um what would what could a governor do can you please let the people know what could a governor do in a situation (laughs) where these federal agents who are not elected continue to bully their state uh governor has a lot of power uh, when it comes to this, when it comes to feds running rampant in their states. And a lot of people are, you know, waiting to see if, if, if Governor DeSantis is going to do anything or, or even questioning, could he do anything? Uh, what would you tell the people as a governor if this was happening in your state? You know, I don't know that Governor DeSantis could have done anything because I don't think the feds tipped him off. 
Right. You know, they kind of operate on their own. They don't have to tell the state, hey, we're, we're doing this operation. So I don't I don't blame him. I mean, he didn't know. And I'm not sure if that would have happened in Arizona that I would have even known. It's just that the people have to say enough is enough. We're done with this. And I will I will look at every avenue we can to fight back against these agencies. I will work with my legal team and we will we will search and find ways to push back and make sure they're not controlling us. And we're going to push back against these agencies in other ways that they are trying to squash business, squash our industries, hurt the people of Arizona. I vow to you, I will work in every way possible, every legal avenue possible to push back on these agencies. And I think that that case EPA versus West Virginia cracked open the door for us to push back against these agencies full of bureaucrats. And I plan to kick that door open and see where we can push back on them so that the people of Arizona are not being ruled by these agencies. Their lives aren't being made miserable or destroyed by these agencies. Amen. That's amazing. Well, let's get to your state for a minute because I believe that after seeing a clean sweep in Arizona of Trump-endorsed candidates and then after uh, the, the, the world saw that you won every county, I, I have to believe that that kind of spooked them into maybe even acting a little prematurely on this raid. I mean, it, they had to have seen what happened in these primaries over the last two weeks and they said, Oh my Lanta, we're not going to be able to stop this. This is, <laughs> this is, this is running out of control. And then you win every county, and then we remove the uh, the the elections director down in Pinal County. It seems like Arizona has had enough of of McCain politics, and they're are very quickly moving towards the grassroots, we the people, Carrie Lake style uh, 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 approach in Arizona. You know, I really believe that the Republican Party is the we, the people party. It's the party of Lincoln, the party of Reagan, the party of of Donald J. Trump. And those are uh, presidents who put the American people first. And that's what we need to do. All of the problems we are dealing with right now were caused by the so-called experienced, you know, political establishment. They've put us in the hole we're in, and it's going to take leaders who are truly there to represent the people with America first policies to get us out. There's no other way out of the mess we're in. And I think the people of Arizona recognize that. And and I'm sure they are nervous because we are bringing people together. This isn't just a movement of Republicans. The independents are coming over. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden and and what used to be the Democrat Party, I think it's becoming full on communism now. Oh, yeah. And they're waking up going, wait a minute. This isn't the party of, of the Democrats of yesteryear. What, what are they pushing this stuff for? They're hurting our lives. They want our children masked. They don't want to deal with the wide open border, which is pushing fentanyl in and our kids are dying from fentanyl poisoning. They're recognizing who has the solutions and it's us. And we're going to we're going to solve these problems together. Well, I mean, when you have disgraced Andrew Cuomo coming out saying, hey, something's not right here, I think you're right. It's a major, major shift that we wouldn't have seen had Donald Trump not been cheated out of an election. It would have just kicked the can down the road, and we probably would have been dealing with this four years from now rather than right now. So so yeah. I, I say, I'm saying I'm glad where we're at, where, where we're at. And the more people see them picking on and persecuting and attacking and going after President Trump, even people who maybe didn't like him or didn't vote for him or who weren't firmly behind him, they're starting to go, wow, this is a, this is persecution at the highest level mm. of a man who, who did nothing but, you know, run for office and help us. And I, I think it's emboldening people to get involved in politics. I will tell you, since this raid happened, my phone is ringing off the hook. Our campaign phone is ringing off the hook. People who were like, well, I was kind of sitting on the sidelines to see what would happen. I am firmly behind you, firmly behind the America First movement. I think they're they're in trouble come November because the flood is starting now and the red tsunami is coming. Well, you said you spoke about being a leader just a minute ago and uh, a leader like you um, is going to have to. Maybe not the rhinos. But the traditional Republicans, right? And I, and I know you've talked about this, and I've talked about this as well. There's a difference between traditional establishment Republicans, you know, yep. and full-on rhinos like Megan Muffintop. I mean, Megan, Megan McCain, I'm sorry. Um, there is a difference. So as a leader, you're going to have to figure out a way, 
And I think your 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 personality and your your genuine, you know, just who you are is going to do it anyway. But you're going to have to figure out a way to bring in those traditional, you know, establishment Republicans that haven't gone full on rhino and bring them into the fold. Because it used to be we had to conform to their, you know, their wins and their ways. And now they're seeing that they've got to conform to our wins and our ways. So how are we yeah. how are we going to do that? So many elections. I mean, we all we all feel it. It, it. The establishment candidate would win. The grassroots candidate would lose. And then the grassroots folks were told, fall in line and get behind the establishment. Well, this time around, the grassroots activist candidate won. And we are watching the establishment fall in line. And I'm I'm pleased to say that I've, I've been reaching out to people. You know, we haven't always agreed on everything. But we do agree on the majority of these issues, and we want to make sure Arizona is in good hands. So we're seeing the more establishment, traditional type Republicans come over to our team. I'm really pleased about that. You're right. Some of the rhinos who just have been in this um, to bring down the movement, it's going to be a little tougher. But it's okay. Maybe they'll either come around or we'll see all these independents start to move our way. I believe we'll win, and I think we'll win um, quite handily. And we will work to bring Arizona back together because we can't be like this the rest of our lives. No. That's not how you solve problems. I'm from a big family and there are fights and there's dysfunction and all of that. But at the end of the day, we're family. We have to work toward that common goal of making Arizona the greatest state in the nation and the safest state. I, I agree 100 percent. I think you're right. We have to unite. And uh, anytime I go to a rally in the last five years or anything and I see two sides going at each other, my uh, my instinct isn't to go to my side and wave flags and shout. My instinct is to walk down the middle and try to, you know, have some conversation with both sides. Yeah. And that's exactly how we're going to fix it. Um, I want to bring the temperature down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, exactly. And then you say, is there anything we see? that we're, we have common ground on here. Yeah, and build And I'm that. not talking about compromising your principles away at all. I don't want anybody out there to think I'm going to be uh, selling out. I'm not. Right. I'm going to remain true to my belief system and I'm going to remain true to my policies. That's what's going to help us. But we can bring the temperature down and start a dialogue. And I think that's important. As I said to a friend, I spent the, uh, you know, the entire primary race with a bunch of guns pointed at my head. And now I got even more. And if I can get a few people to put their gun in their holster, it's going to just be a lot more comfortable getting through yep, the next just, few months. Just settle down, everybody. We got this. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, I want <laughs> I want to talk about something uh, real quick. Um, and that was right before the primary. Uh, Brian Kilmeade was talking about who, you know, uh, who Mike Pence endorsed. And then he said about you, he said, and who President Trump endorsed the other one. And I got so <laughs> mad. I got to be honest with you. I felt like I was your like your brother or something. I felt so mad. I was like the other one. And so what I did is after I watched that, I played it on the on the next day's show. And by the way, I called your race at 5:30 a.m. when you said we won. I said yeah, yeah. they won. I called it at 5:30 a.m. on the East Coast here, and it took the mainstream media three four days later. Uh, but I hashtagged and I and I and I. Uh, I tagged Brian Kilmeade in a post somewhere and I hashtagged say my name. And, <laughs> and a lot of people started doing that. And they were like, Carrie Lake, say my name, say my name. Fox News, do you know my name now? And uh, so I wonder uh, if Fox News knows your name now. I wonder if they're going to forget your name again. They should know my name. I worked for them for 22 years. <laughs> They, they picked they picked the other one and yeah. as they, they picked they got behind the uh, the other candidate and um, they had me on one time in prime time once in the uh, more than year that I announced, even though from day one, when I jumped in, we were number one in the polls. Mm -hmm. We were endorsed by President Trump. They never had me on except once. And it was a planned ambush. But that's OK. Uh, we won. Eventually, they're going to have to come around and they'll lick their wounds and and it'll be all right. It'll be all right. But that was funny. I did see that clip and I thought, wow, it must be just be painful for them yeah. to say my name. Oh, I know. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a shame is when you watch all these people for so many years and you think they're good people. And then you see stuff like that doesn't mean they're not good people. But you're like, wow, what a jerk. You know, what a loser. Like, why? How, how did I ever think that that guy had a head on his shoulders? Like he, that was done on purpose. That wasn't a well, mistake. You know, I walked away from my career because I felt it was just all becoming propaganda. Yeah, I always say even the good guys, I, I once you realize that even the good guys in corporate media aren't good guys and you know this, 
because they won't talk about our 2020 election. They wouldn't talk about it. Anybody who refused to cover that story, I think you have to go, why? Why won't they talk about that? Yeah. And then you, you then you then you can, you know, watch news accordingly. We have um, we have some people in the chat that actually have been asking for quite some time, knowing that you were coming on the show, but they're asking to please, please, please get signs in Prescott. They said they need more signs of Carrie Lake in Prescott. So I'm just passing that along to you uh, that they need more signs in Prescott, apparently. So okay. Um, so, but by the way, we'll work before, on that. Before I let you go, I got to tell you, I, uh, I I'm running here for state rep here in New Hampshire, and our signs are being taken down. And so I did a. Uh, I did a hit with the uh, the local newspaper the other day, and I said, well, like Carrie Lake said, and I'm sure they didn't like that. They're a liberal paper. I said, like Carrie Lake said, you take down one of our signs, we're putting up five more. So have fun, <laughs> and, we're gonna, and we'll get you back on the next one. So <laughs> I got to tell you really quickly, when it comes to signs, I just figured that I know for a fact our opponents were, were in dark, at the dark of night taking them down, throwing them in dumpsters. But I also have learned that people who support us have been taking them. They're like, we took it because we wanted to put it in our house. We wanted it as a keepsake. We wanted to put it in our yard. Aww. And so I was laughing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's where some of the signs are disappearing. <laughs> too. People well, wanted you wanted know, them. Well, you're a, you're a one of a kind and you're doing things that nobody else has done. And we all appreciate you at uh, Live from America and at Real America's Voice News and everybody watching. I'll give you the last word. Uh, how can people still get engaged and help out, Carrie? You can get engaged uh, in your own community, supporting MAGA candidates, supporting candidates who care about your community. You can get involved in my race. I, I do believe this race for Arizona governor is a governor for America. And I say that and not in a boastful way, but this state being a border state is so important. If we don't get the right person in there, the rest of America is going to suffer. So I am kind of the, the last person, the last line of defense for the rest of America. We can't lose Arizona to a socialist. Mm. And that's who I'm running against. Her idea of utopia is California. And those I, those policies have destroyed that state. So we've got to get involved. If you can get involved and sign up for emails, that's great. If you can help us fill up our coffers. We, we had an epic battle against a billionaire and we spent a lot of money and we need to fill those up to now win this general election. Uh, tell your friends and loved ones in Arizona to, to register to vote right now. If they're not registered, tell them they've got to vote America first, Carrie Lake. And I'm just going to let you know for the rest of our show today, we are going to be raising money online uh, during the live show for your campaign. And we'll send that out to you as soon as we figure out what that total is. Okay. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. I appreciate it. And good luck on your race. Thank you very much, Carrie. Can't wait to have you back. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Lake, God bless you. And uh, we'll, you. we're with you. Have a good day. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, the living legend herself, Carrie Lake, gubernatorial candidate for the great state of Arizona. And yes, you need her. We need her. Uh, every state is a border state. And like I said before, she came on. It's time to go nuclear MAGA. And for all those who are here on Rumble, just let you know, any more Rumble rants that come in will go to Carrie Lake unless specified otherwise. So whatever we can do to help raise some money for Carrie and her team, let's raise that for the rest of the day today or the rest of the show today. And God bless you all. Can you please ask Carrie how she will look into the 2020 election if they destroyed documents in September? Well, the good thing about that is, is anything that is still being inve investigated or is in the courts, they can't destroy documents as long as there's something in court. And I believe there is court cases and lawsuits that are still going on in Arizona. So I didn't get to answer that. Or I shouldn't say, I, should, I didn't get to ask her that because I didn't see it in time. Um, but I believe I'm right on that one. So even though we experienced some technical difficulties here today, folks, we ended up off to a good, uh, off to a good group of people here on Rumble. We've got over 3,000, um, and I appreciate you guys all being here. And I am sorry again, uh, and I apologize on the behalf of Rumble as well um, for any kind of screw-ups this morning. Now, uh, we're going to take, we're going to, we're going to highlight a sponsor here in a minute, but before we do, I still got to stay on this FBI Trump thing. I was going to do it before Kerry came on. I just didn't have the time to do it. Folks, you already know. Hey, look at that. Patriot Donnie just Ray sent in $500 for Carrie Lake, and we've got $20, $50. Look who we got here. We've got uh, Christina Mosier. We've got Amanda Collins. We've got KC 2020 Lancer Pride. We've got DS 
Yu Cow for Carrie and her fight. Patsy Boatwright. Um, Mad Jorva, 27. Patriot Donnie. Cindy, thank you so very much. Buchanan, Brian, 0424 in the chat. TJ Evans and Denise994, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot of money coming in for Carrie, and I know that she is going to love that. Moon0704. We've got Mel1028 and 8212Dar said, love you, Carrie, and donated $10. She's going to be very happy when we get that word to her. Now, we got to get back to this judge, guys, because this judge who signed up on this raid, he not only, not only donated a ton of money to Obama for his campaign, and he not only worked for Jeffrey Epstein and was good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell, but ladies and gentlemen, we now find out that the judge who issued the Mar-a-Lago raid warrant was actually terminated, fired, dunzoed by a man who Donald Trump commuted his sentence. Ooh! And, by the way, he had, to, he had to recuse himself from a Trump versus Clinton lawsuit, and he didn't recuse, recuse himself from this? Yeah, right. If those two circumstances weren't enough, on April... In April, excuse me, of 2018, Bruce Reinhardt was terminated as counsel for Philip S. Forms, the notorious Medicare and Medicaid fraudster. Philip S. Forms was one of approximately 90 people that President Donald J. Trump commuted or pardoned back in December of 2020 for false and fake charges from the FBI. No, they don't do that, do they? Ladies and gentlemen, Philip S. Forms, that's E-S-F-O-R-M-E-S, S. Forms, or I should say S. Formis, S. Formis, it's probably a, a, a Latino pronunciation. Philip S. Formis, S. Forms, was the guy that President Trump pardoned, and he fired, he fired this judge when this judge was a lawyer. But I guess this could all just be coincidence that he signed off on this uh, warrant, right? I guess. I mean, I told you the possibility of the FBI lying to them like they did the FISA court. That's something. But it sounds a little bit too fishy to me, folks. It sounds like it can't be coincidence to me. Oh, we've got some more donations here for Carrie Lake. T Turk, 65, 100 bucks. FLC, 124.53, 50 bucks. Radiant Doll, 25 bucks. Troy Farr, 25 bucks. Well, you guys are amazing. You're amazing, amazing people. Netsky, 50 bucks. You guys are all donating to Carrie, folks. She's going to be so incredibly happy. All right, before we get on to some more news, because we know that Donald Trump has these FBI agents right where he wants them. So before we get on to that news, let's go in right now, ladies and gentlemen, and highlight one of our sponsors here, and that is going to be AMAC. AMAC, ladies and gentlemen, just like AARP, but not stupid liberal and communist. Now is a critical time to be vigilant and all join together. It's not much. I believe it's like 14 bucks a month to join AMAC. And you can be part of a larger community, much like you are with the uh, with um, the gun, the gun. Oh, who are they? Eli. NRA, National Rifles, too many alphabet agencies, FBI, CIA, NRA. Just like the NRA, folks, you're part of a bigger community. You're part of a bigger group of conservatives out there fighting in legislation, fighting in Washington, D.C. AMAC does that. AMAC has attorneys that fights for the Constitution, fights for the Second Amendment, fights for the Fourth Amendment, fights for the First Amendment in Washington, D.C. And by joining AMAC, you also... You also get discounts everywhere, whether it be car insurance, maybe uh, car repair, uh, food, lodging, vacations, all that stuff. Just like AARP, you belong to a larger group and you get discounts everywhere. So join AMAC today, ladies and gentlemen, and that is amac.us slash LFA. The link is in the Rumble description. And we're going to go ahead quickly and highlight one more time because we love them so much, Field of Greens. Do you know, folks, how many people are posting pictures with their new Field of Greens? Thank you, Troy Farr. God bless you. Do you know how many people are posting pictures of this and this together? Folks, so many people are taking the Field of Greens challenge, and I got to tell you, 
you will feel it working immediately. So I want your guys' testimonies as you go through the weeks as what this Field of Greens does. But go to fieldofgreens.com slash LFA. Get a big discount. Sign up for their newsletter. Be a part of Becoming Healthy. And ladies and gentlemen, you have never had your full intake of vegetables and fruits in your whole life daily. You've never done that. Nobody's ever done that. And if you have, it hasn't been for very long. This gives you everything you need for your fruits and greens every day and your body's not used to it. And it's kicking out those toxins and cleaning out your lymph node system. It's very important stuff, very powerful stuff. Go to fieldofgreens.com slash LFA. Okay. If you live in Texas, specifically if you live in Houston, this story, this next story is going to be for you. Because ladies and gentlemen, a private school, a Houston independent school district, excuse me, not a private school, an independent, independent school district has approved $2 million to buy guns, to buy ammo, and to buy shields for the district police officers. The Houston uh, Independent School District, which is the HISD for all those who live in Houston, has approved a $2 million spending uh, to equip police officers with firearms, ammunition, and protective gear. HISD school board held a meeting on Thursday night to discuss whether or not to approve $2 million in funding for additional resources for district police for a possible active attacks. Superintendent Millard House II. Now, if you guys want to call and commend these people, this is the guy. Superintendent Millard House II supported the decision to approve the funding by stating that it will make the district as prepared as possible in the event of an active shooter situation. Quote, I think there are very few school districts that are prepared for an active shooter with an automatic weapon. I think he meant semi-automatic weapon, uh, said in his news conference Wednesday. That's a very different type of perpetrator. Many parents are concerned after the Uvalde shooting and uh, that killed 19 students and two teachers. Millard claims that it had been planned for some time before the Uvalde massacre, but that the tragedy prompted a heightened sense of urgency. Opposers of the move, who spoke during the public comment Thursday night, said there should be more of an emphasis on filling teacher and counselor gaps in the district with the funds. How about stop teaching your kids to be transgenders and to take away their identity by defining each and every kid by their sexual identity? How about that? How about that? The time is to invest in these community-based alternatives to policing, uh, policing, excuse me, uh, that makes students feel connected, says Travis, Life, Travis Fife of the Texas Civil Rights Project. Students are safest when they feel connected and have a genuine interest in classrooms. No, students are safest when you stop indoctrinating them from the top to the bottom and making them literally so confused in life that they have no sense of identity, no sense of safe, uh, no sense of safeness, no sense of security. And so they do crap like this. That is what the problem is. But long story short, folks, the right move here is to make sure that people are armed and people are definitely able to stop a bad guy with a gun by using a good guy with a gun. Amen? Woo. They'd rather scream about gun control than protect our children. Amen, Ricky. Amen. Let me go over to Getter. I want to see what you guys are saying about that over on Getter. Texas Chick um, is in the building. Ultra MAGA, do it for me. I'm not able to get out and do things by the grace of God. I hope someday, said David. David, for people like you, we're out there doing it, but you can do exactly what you're doing right now. You can do exactly what you're doing right now. 16 bucks a year, I thought I saw. Are you talking about AMAC? Yeah, I didn't mean 14 bucks a month. I meant 14 bucks a year, but they're saying it's 16 bucks a year. Crazy, crazy stuff, folks. Crazy stuff that we, a world we live in, but you got to be prepared the best way possible for these school shootings. And that's the best way. Strap up the teachers, teach them how to shoot if they don't know how. $2 million, that's a good amount to do that, to start doing that. Now, we're going to get to the Whole Foods issue. Whole Foods, ladies and gentlemen, has issued a dire warning to America. And when, when Whole Foods CEO issues this dire warning, I think we might want to listen. Socialists are taking over. They're taking over our liberties, and our liberties are under threat. That is what the CEO of Whole Foods Market said. 
I could not believe that. So things have gotten incredibly bad in a Joe Biden America that the CEO of Whole Foods, of all places, is now coming out and issuing dire warnings to, America, to the American people. I'm shocked at this. I know you are too, because it's such a liberal, uh, it's such a left-leaning uh, organization. He said, I had, uh, I had no idea this man was not a flaming communist progressive, writes the guy who wrote the article. It turns out that John Mackey is a free speech, Second Amendment, capitalism-loving guy, and what he is seeing happening right now with these radical left-wingers is scaring the bejesus out of him as a major CEO in this country, so much so that he is sounding the alarm before we lose everything in this country and everything that this country was built on. Um, the Reason, which was the, the publication that put this out, reported that, quote, my concern is that I feel like socialists are taking over. Whole Foods CEO John Mackey tells on, the, on that show. They're marching through the institutions. They're taking over our education. It looks like they've taken over a lot of the corporations. It looks like they've taken over the military. And, just, and it's just continuing. You know, I'm a capitalist at heart. And I believe in liberty and capitalism. Those are my twin values. And I feel, like you, with the way of freedom of speech is today, the movement on gun control, a lot of our liberties that I have taken for granted most of my life, I think are under threat and we could lose them very quickly. He said, if you're as old as I am, you will remember how, dr how dreary food shopping was before Whole Foods exploded the concept since it came on the scene in 1978. When I was a kid, you were lucky to find two or three types of potatoes that produce... Um, in the produce aisle, one type of eggplant, maybe a green bell pepper, and a sad jalapeno or two. He says, now, with Whole Foods, you get all these different varieties from all these different local food sources. And that's the thing, folks, local food sources. So if Whole Foods, CEO, even though you got these granola, eat, and crunch, uh, you know, uh, leftists shopping there, it's a, it's a smart thing to do is to go back to your to your local sources of food, and I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not advertising for Whole Foods in any way, shape, or form. But when a company like Whole Foods, who's out there basically making all their money off the left, is telling you that America is under a threat and he fears he may lose his business because of the way America is headed, then you know he's the the the, the people are sounding the alarms. And I always said, look. These corporations that are woke, that are falling in line, sooner or later, their bottom dollar is going to get hurt. Sooner or later, their bottom dollar is going to get hurt, and they're going to feel it at home, and then they're going to sound off. And I like what this person said here on Rumble. Too late, Whole Foods. Should have joined the fight over a year ago. Amen. Amen. Hopefully, hopefully the CEO being a capitalist and a Second Amendment-loving guy, even though a majority of the people that he... Um, that shop at his store are liberal, hopefully they hear this and they go, wait a minute, what? What? Are you serious? Are you serious? That's the hope. But anyway, like I said, when somebody like that sounds the alarm, we better, uh, people better start paying attention. I like granola too, fireman. You know what I'm talking, I was talking about more, more like the liberal people. Wow, $1,555 raised for Carrie Lake, God bless you guys. See the power of the LFA family? No other, uh, no other show, maybe besides the war room, will raise that much money for somebody that quickly, folks. Nobody besides the war room would be able to do that. And that is why this LFA family is so strong. And that's why I tell Rumble and everybody else, don't piss them off. Don't piss this LFA family off or you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it. I'm glad you guys are keeping count because I haven't kept count. So please keep count of the money coming in for Carrie, okay? All right, moving on, folks. Have you guys seen the new guidelines for the CDC? I'm not going to spend much time on this because I'm sure you have. But if you've not seen the new guidelines on the CDC, uh, basically they proved for the last two years that we were right and it was just the flu. It was always just the flu. It may have been a different kind of flu. It may have made you feel a little bit different than the regular flu, but it was nothing more than an upper respiratory infection, and it was the flu. And anybody out there who thinks that it was anything other than that is just sadly mistaken. It wasn't. And I'm sorry to all those people that the COVID-19 flu has affected or has persuaded into taking the vaccine or four vaccines or 17 boosters. I'm sorry. 
to the people out there who lost their jobs, lost their careers. I'm sorry. Those are things you will never hear Tony the Rat Face Fauci ever say. Those are some of the things that you'll never hear Dr. Burks, Deborah Burks ever say. But the long story, of, uh, uh, long story short is, folks, the CDC came out with new guidelines for individuals with COVID-19, and those are those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Why? Why? You can't tell me we have herd immunity. Not if the Biden administration just extended the COVID-19 emergency through the midterms. You can't tell me, you can't tell me that Nancy Pelosi extending the proxy voting unilaterally is valid if you're telling me that nobody in the world has, or nobody in the country no longer has to uh, quarantine if they've been exposed to the virus. Here's the next one. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Well, what the hell? What the hell? Are you kidding me? They have the same guidance as vaccinated people? Wow. Here's the next one. Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. Don't even have to leave school. Here's the next one. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Wow. So ladies and gentlemen, I want everybody who was ever fired, hired back with back pay. I want every, everybody in the military who was kicked out or who was dishonorably discharged, I want them back right now with back pay and reparations. You want to give out some reparations? Let's give out some reparations to people who are actually affected by today's present world, not things that happened 70 years ago, 40 years ago. It was all BS from the very beginning. We knew it. You knew it. Everyone knew it. Unfortunately, everybody had to cave and give in. There are people watching this show right now, thousands of you, who didn't believe it, but you were forced to take something because they were going to take away your entire livelihood. I am so sorry that you had to go through that just to find out all of this stuff today. Never forget what the government did to you. Never forget that they locked you down. Never forget that they forced masks on you and your kids and embarrassed you and put you all over the internet when you were kicked off a flight. Never forget that they took away your ability to make a living if you weren't vaccinated. Never forget that they kicked your kids out of school, causing irreparable damage to our children. Never forget that they forced experimental drugs on you that that people are still dying from today. Never forget what these tyrants and these terrible, terrible corrupted people did to you. Never forget. Sick in the head, people, man. I'm telling you. Absolutely sick in the head. All right, we got to get back to the FBI for a minute. We're running a little late today because we started a little late. You're going to want to stay to the end. We've got exclusive footage of exactly what I'm going to tell you about right now. We know, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, if you want to take the fight to the FBI... I told you to stop saying, oh, they're coming after all of us and they're going to arrest all of us. And I told you to start saying, hey, FBI, we're coming after you. And that's exactly what they're doing in St. Louis on Sunday. So if you want to take it to the FBI legally, then join Jim Hoft and join the Gateway Pundit and join other great Americans at the FBI building in St. Louis, Missouri this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, and tell them we do not, we denounce you. Tell them we denounce you, Bill Hennessy, the founder of the St. Louis Tea Party in 2009, and Jim Hoft, the, the guy who runs the Gateway Pundit. They will be holding a protest at the Dirty FBI in St. Louis, Missouri, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at 1 o'clock p.m. local time. Go there and let them know we denounce you, and we denounce your, uh, your KGB-style tactics. We denounce you. We denounced the fact that you scumbags raided President Donald J. Trump's house and stormed through Melania's personal wardrobe, which, by the way, left it an absolute disaster. Ladies and gentlemen, look how beautiful she is. Look how amazing she is. She speaks five languages. She owns multiple businesses that she owned before President Trump. They rummaged through her personal wardrobe 
And, and the reports are they left it an absolute disgusting mess. An absolute disgusting mess. Now, half of these FBI agents are probably cross-dressing weirdo trannies anyway. I'll bet you, ladies and gentlemen, that on their stupid little fishing expedition where they were probably bugging the crap out of Mar-a-Lago and going through Melania's personal wardrobe, they were probably trying on her clothes and sniffing her underwear or something disgusting like that. That is how absolutely disgusting these people are. And when, um, when Eric Trump said that we caught them on camera in places that they weren't illegally allowed to be and they were doing some very inappropriate stuff, well, ladies and gentlemen... I'd like to say that we here on Live from America may be the first in the country to have footage of exactly what the FBI did at Melania's, in Melania's wardrobe. Check this out. your weird cross-dressing tranny panty sniffing wish they were even a bug on the bottom of melania's shoe ladies and gentlemen fbi raiding her closet i'm sorry i had to do it i had to bring a little bit of a smile to your face on this friday we had carrie lake on today it was a phenomenal show we got them right where we want them we've ripped the band-aid off ladies and gentlemen and we're not going to take it anymore we're not gonna take it no we ain't gonna take it we're not gonna take it anymore are you i know i'm not anyway folks thank you very much i had to i had to put a little smile on your face come on anyway folks listen please go to jeremyherald.com Make a donation today. I want to, before we go, I want to thank um, some, some one-time donors because we got a lot of people that aren't monthly donors in there. Andrew Jake um, Maladnik, thank you very much. Zena Macius, thank you very much. Diane Kiko, she said, can I get a shout out? You didn't have to donate, but I want to say thank you. Very, very much. Camille J and Diana Post and Jamie Pazier. Those folks all donated for the first time on JeremyHerald.com. I hope you guys can too. I will let Carrie Lake know what the Live from America family did for her today. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh, folks. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. We do have a night show. Until then, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. That will